Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Vivencity's podcast, Spark Moment. I am Rithvi, and today we have Sarah and Shraddha here to talk about navigating ourself and our self-identity. I guess just asking ourselves the big question of who are we? So um, basically starting off, let's kind of define what self-identity is and what kind of goes under this big umbrella term of self-identity. Personally, I feel like it's a variation of a bunch of different things, including personality traits, um, your interests, hobbies, who you are as a person and how you are perceived in the society that you belong to and how you specific, specifically identify yourself um, in the environment that you belong to. Um, so yeah, and um, going off of that, like, let's start off with asking ourselves, why is it important to have a strong sense of self and kind of being, um, knowing who we are as people and, and like knowing where we fit in? Yeah, I think it's really important to develop a strong sense of self and really get in touch with your identity and things that you like, because I think that way you're better able to interact with the world around you and with um, your friends, your family. I think once you're kind of self-assured and you know what you like, what you don't like, um, and your preferences and everything like that, it's just, it's a lot easier to communicate your needs. Yeah, I totally agree. I think the more that you know about who you are, um, the more comfortable you feel being yourself and interacting with other people in a way that's authentic to who you are. Um, so I think having a strong sense of self uh, is important in that way. And um, it's also important because it helps us better connect with other people, I think, because yeah. as I mentioned about all that authenticity, if you have a strong sense of self, you're just able to connect with people a lot better because you're pushing out your own authenticity. And uh, that just creates deeper connections with other people that you interact with. So uh, it also makes sure that you are uh, having a strong sense of self helps you make sure that you're, you as an individual are uh, standing out uniquely and as cheesy as that sounds among whatever crowd that you're in or whoever that whoever you're surrounded with um it just establishes your it, it establishes individuality is what I'm trying to say yeah definitely I feel like um I feel like having a strong sense of self really um reassures you of the person that you are and it kind of gives you personality um and I feel like you feel more comfortable within yourself you feel more um assure of the person that you are and how you are um in the, the community that you're in um and um kind of moving on like how do the people around us and and our circumstances shape our identities yes so i think that uh if, if all of you who have taken psychology or even biology know that we're shaped by our environment and uh, also there's there's things that we are that are inherently part of us, but a huge part of 
who we are is shaped by the people that we interact with and the environments that we have taken part in. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that the people around you and your environment definitely shape um, like your personality, who you are and how you view yourself. Um, and because of that, I think it's it's really important to realize that not everyone like comes from the same background or has had the same upbringing. And that definitely affects how they perceive themselves. And, you know, like getting comfortable with yourself and this whole concept of self-identity, it's such a broad topic. And mm -hmm. it's super important to understand that it's not going to happen overnight. It definitely takes time because <laughs> as fu funny as it is, you have to put in the time and effort to unlearn the things that you, that people around you kind of they're like forcing upon you if that makes sense yeah. because you have to sift through all this information like okay what actually resonates with me what feels like it could it's like really a part of my personality you know I totally agree with what you're saying I think honestly like the conversation about um the people around us shaping um our identities I feel like a lot of like I feel like um I've heard this a lot um and how like the things that we learn when we're like super young and in like elementary school are things that we really carry with ourselves mm -hmm. till like as we like grow older and like I still remember a lot of things that my mom used to tell me when I was <clears throat> growing up and I really like still take those to heart and I still like um like listen to those uh things that my mom told me this that's just kind of like shaped the person I am today and I've also noticed with like the friendships that I've developed over like, for example, in middle school versus like in high school and how my personalities have also changed. My personality has also changed from when I was in middle school and when I was in high school. And I feel like that's a lot of it is because of the friends that I had yeah. and how um, my friends, how my friends' personalities were and how I just kind of, how I would kind of not morph, but I would kind of, my personalities, my personality would basically align with theirs and then how it changed as I changed friend groups um, or just met new people as I like got older. And I feel like this will keep, I guess like bits and pieces of your personality will continue to change as you meet people and like, as you like grow older, obviously. And um, yeah, and kind of just like moving on from there. Um, what are some other places that we draw our identities from and um, uh, kind of find who we are and like the different things that we're a part of? I think a huge part, especially nowadays, of um, where we draw from to build our identities is just various forms of media, especially shows yeah. and songs and um, like the radio, literally anything. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just a lot of information to take in. And sometimes I feel like that can make it harder to figure out who you are really. But also I think it can help you because you can find shows that you like or find songs that you like. And you can actually use that to connect with other people. And I think it's just, it works in our favor that way as well. Yeah, I totally agree. I was going to say the same thing. Like media is such a huge part of our world right now. And um, that is definitely a huge contributor to our identities. Um, and I really like what you said about how a lot of the times those shows can reinforce things that we already know about ourselves, but also 
challenge ourselves and uh, like those shows can also challenge ourselves and uh, help us understand or better understand what our beliefs are or if we are believing in the right thing or if our values are really part of our identities and who we are. So I think in that sense, a lot of media is very helpful in forming who we are. Um, and I just like the part of media that challenges us, uh, which is just a random little point I wanted to put in there, just because a lot of the things, a lot of the shows and the news that you consume and the music you listen to, a lot of the times you choose media that aligns with who you are and like what your values and beliefs are. But again, with the on the topic of challenging those beliefs, and I think just as a little piece of advice, and it's not even advice wrap up time, but uh, I encourage everyone who is who is listening to try out new shows or movies or uh, different news pieces that go against what you normally believe in or what you normally value, because you can surprise yourself and see a different side of your identity than what you typically um, than what you typically see for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think um, social media is like a huge part of who we are today, especially like in this um, era or this time frame. Um, I feel like we pick up a lot of things that we hear from TV shows. And I was going to say that like, I think TikTok is one of the biggest platforms yeah. um, of like 2020, 2021. And I feel like our person, like a lot of people pick up things from TikTok and kind of use them in their daily lives. Like whether it's like a little phrase or like a recipe or like this life hack. And honestly, I feel like it's um, like kind of changed a lot of people's lives. Um, for good and for bad, but um, it's kind of shaped who we are as people as well. Um, and uh, moving on, why is becoming comfortable with oneself, oneself something that we need to actively work towards and think about? I think that goes off of what we've kind of been talking about, especially now where um, there's so much input from external sources like media as well as um, just the people we directly interact with in our lives. Um, it's definitely an active practice because if you're just constantly taking in everything that's going around you, like that's just a lot. That's huge information overload. And then it can yeah. be hard to sift through things to find out what really resonates with you and what builds your own identity. So I think that's definitely a big part of actively working towards that. Yeah, um, I completely agree. And I also think that uh, be, it, it's just very, very similar to what we talked about in the beginning uh, when we were discussing about why having a strong self, sense of self is important. Uh, just establishing, your, establishing yourself, just to echo what Shrada was saying, um, establishing yourself among all of the different identities that surround you from other people. Uh, it's just important to make sure that you know who you are because there's already so much going on around you that uh, you kind of just have to, it's just a very good idea to make sure that you're, you feel safe and comfortable with every part of who you are, whether that's like your personality, your interests, um, the people you're surrounded with, those are all components of your identity. So um, that is exactly why I personally think 
being comfortable with yourself is very important. Yeah, I think like being comfortable is, or just like okay with the people that you're around and like the setting that you're in makes you feel very like at peace or at home. And um, I feel like also when you're more comfortable, you're more open. Um, You're very, I mean, personally, I feel like when you're in a situation that's familiar, it it's easier to be to show your actual personality because I do feel like a lot of times um, when people are like in public and they're in situations that they're not super familiar in and not super comfortable in, they can't really like show off their personality to like their fullest potential. I don't know if this makes sense, but I think I feel like that's where the comfort thing comes in. Um, that's kind of like being more comfortable in your own skin allows you to like show off who you really are, which is honestly like the best thing that you can do for yourself. Um, yeah. So to wrap up, um, what are some introspective ways to cultivate your sense of self identity and to become more comfortable within the person that you are? Um, yeah. Um, I feel like there's a lot of ways that you can do this, um, according to what you find interesting. Um, and I think overall, it's just about spending more time with yourself to reflect. Um, and you can do things like journaling, reading, and even just taking yourself out, like in nature and walking around. I think those are some ideas. Yeah. And if you're, um, even though we are thinking about our, ourselves, um, something that I've always really enjoyed is going on retreats. Um, just cause I'm a very big people person. So just being around people is very nice for me, but in retreats, you do get that individual time to, uh, really discover different parts of yourself, really think more about who you are and what you can improve, um, what makes up your identity, how your culture influences who you are, all of those kind of things, uh, are different topics that I've really had to think about in the past when I've done retreats. So if you ever find opportunities, whether it's if you're religious and you're doing it through your religious institution or your church, or if it's just um, a retreat that is non-denominational and it's just something that you're hoping to hop into and discover and have the opportunity to discover more about your personal lives uh, with the bonus of also connecting with others, uh, which is always a plus. I think that's just another really good way uh, for you to discover more about yourself and learn how to be comfortable with who you are. Um, yeah, I definitely agree to that. Um, one way you could also like kind of learn more about yourself and I guess like self-identity could also kind of translate into your culture, your religion is like talking to um, people like your parents or relatives that um, kind of understand who you are as a person or um, kind of understand the culture that you belong to and your religion. And um mainly for people that do believe in like a spiritual being. Um, But if not, that's also cool. Um, Doing little things like Shraddha and Sarah said are also great ways to cultivate your sense of self and just kind of becoming more comfortable in the type of person that you are. Anyways, I hope you guys liked this episode of Self-Identity. And I hope that you we're able to take something away from this. If you guys want to see more from us, please check out our Instagram at Vivensity, I-N-C, 
or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn at Vivencity. You can learn more about us on our website, www.vivencity.com. And we hope to see you guys here again soon. Thank you so much and have a great day.